Ladies and gentlemen, prepare to witness the greatest happening in sport. The snap, the hold, the kick is up. Does it have room? It does, and it is good. Are you kidding me? And he's still on his feet. It goes down to the 20, 15, 10, 5, 2, 10. Back to pass, looking. Has Kyle Leno open right up for the 40, 30, 25, 15, 10, 5, touchdown, 65-yard pass. Down to the 15, 10, 5, and touchdown, Edison Chargers. Follow his linemen, follow the big boys, and get into the end zone. So they go up two scores. What a drive that was. 15, 10, 5, dances his way into the end zone for a score. Now over for Brooks, tips, and Monroe wins it! A drop shot. The pitch, swung on, hammered, deep center field, it's got a chance, gone! It's now time for the Locker Room Show with your hosts, Josh Bowman and Kevin Rasnick. The Locker Room Show is brought to you by Baldoff's Carpet Cleaning and Floor Covering. Bellevue Hospital, Domino's Pizza, The Village Drive-Thru in Milan, Firelands Federal Credit Union, Fisher Titus Medical Center, the Huron County Veterans Service Office, the Law Offices of Harwood and Niedermeyer, Noble Sports and Trophies, Norwalk Heating and Air, Stein Olson and Stang CPAs, Smiley Automotive, and Westside Sunoco on 95.3 WLKR. Good morning. Welcome to the Locker Room Show 902 on this October the 23rd. Josh Bowman, Kevin Rasnick here with you as always. 47 degrees outside and week 10 of high school football almost in the books. We've got a couple games uh, throughout the area that uh, we'll be watching, especially St. Paul Monroeville tonight. But overall, uh, mostly done for week 10. And let's talk to one of the winning coaches last night. As, of course, it was the battle of Route 20 between uh, Clyde and Bellevue. Clyde getting the win at home, 14-6. to And with us right now, the head coach of the Flyers, Ryan Carter. Good morning, Coach. Congratulations on the win last night. Thank you very much. Um, you know, it was, uh, it was a great night, and uh, it was a good night for high school football. We had a great crowd, and, um, you know, it uh, you know, worked out in our favor last night. It doesn't always work out that way, but... Um, we, we definitely enjoyed it, um, you know, playing meaningful games at the end of the year, playing for a, a league championship was uh, pretty special. Uh, for you guys, there's been games where you scored, you know, quite a few points and had a wide margin of victory. Last night, that 14-6 to score, I didn't, wasn't able to, to uh, hear or watch that game, but sounds like uh, that game you just kind of had to grind out a victory. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it was a, definitely a defensive game. Uh, both, both defenses played great. Um, we uncharacteristically turned the ball over um, in the first half. We had a fumble and two interceptions, uh, so that really put us behind. And I thought the second half we really moved the ball well, uh, just got behind the sticks with some penalties. Um, but our defense just really bailed us out, uh, you know, with with how good Bellevue was up front and how uh, how effective they've been in the running game. For our defense to limit them um, was was a was a was a special effort. Yeah, double bonus for you last night with uh, the the league championship and also uh, you know sharing the league title and also uh, getting a win over your rival uh, Bellevue uh, had to be just an overall great night for you. Yeah, I mean when you can uh, when you can play your rival at the end of the year and obviously it's always going to be meaningful, but when you you pile on with the uh, conference championship and the playoff ramifications that came with it, um, it made for a pretty uh, pretty good night for us. Of course, we talk about you know your state title run a couple of years ago and how your schedule prepared you for that postseason run. And looking at your schedule here, uh, pretty similar uh, this year as it was that year. Tough schedule. We know the Lake uh, Division is very tough. Uh, Norway, a good victory from them. Uh, you lost to St. Francis de Sales, but they're a solid D2 school and a loss to Perkins, and we know how good they are. It just seems like your schedule is going to have you prepared as you get into Week 11. Well, you hope so. I mean, you hope that your schedule prepares you. Um, you, you never really know, but uh, I know this. I, I know our league, our part of the league this year um, was very good. It is year in, year out. People play great football. Kids are, are well prepared. The coaches do a great job. So for us to get a, a, a part of that league championship um, speaks volumes of our kids. Ryan Carter, head coach of the Clyde Flyers, with us right now on the Locker Room Show. And, uh, Coach, 
Of course, you mentioned playoff ramifications last night. Uh, what, what do you know about your playoff future at this point? Well, I know uh, there's some there's some games that still have to take place in our our region, so it's gonna some things might move around. But I do know our first round opponent is going to be Galleon. Um, they are an uncommon opponent for us. We have not seen much of them a couple times on film, but we don't play them. Um, just gathering some information this morning, trying to uh, get as much information as we can, um, and we do know we get to play a home game, so. Um, that, uh, that's always nice to be able to play a home playoff game, um, and, uh, in your home atmosphere. And we're going to work on, uh, we're going to work on trying to figure out Galleon today. All right. Sounds good, coach. Uh, congratulations again on the rivalry win and, uh, sharing the league title. And thanks for giving us a few minutes this morning. Congratulations again on a great season. Best of luck in the playoffs. Okay. All right. Thanks a lot, guys. Appreciate the help. Yep. Thank you, uh, Ryan Carter. Joining us there, Clyde Flyers head coach. And, uh, you know, the Lake Division, uh, very tough. You know, you had Perkins, uh, who beat Clyde earlier this year. But you mentioned Clyde with a tremendous season, sharing the title with Bellevue and getting the rivalry win. So, uh, all in all, uh, good, good times there in Clyde. <clears throat> Clyde's a good football team. Obviously, we know that. And that's pretty much MO year in, year out. They're going to be solid. Uh, and fundamentally sound, good, def- good defensively, physical, uh, have some athletes on offense. It's kind of who they are. And Coach Carter does an excellent job. Of course, remember just a couple years ago, won a state title as the eighth seed getting into the playoffs, just sneaking in in that week 10 and getting a state championship. And so they're well coached. And uh, even their two losses, like we talked about uh, St. Francis to Sales, that's a D2 school who's won four games this year. That's a solid football team that they lost to. And they lost to Perkins. And if I remember right, Clyde was a little shorthanded in that game as well, dealing with some kids not being able to play. Uh, this is a really good football team. What they did to to Bellevue, uh, winning at Bellevue, I believe that game was at Bellevue, correct? Uh, no, that was a home, was a home. Okay, well, it's either way, winning against a good Bellevue team, uh, going into the postseason with a win like that, uh, should give them a lot of momentum going into the postseason. Yep, uh, yeah, a great season for Clyde. Overall, though, Bellevue, a great season, too, sharing the league title there with Clyde, both 8-2 uh, and two and 4-1. Uh, and one. In the Lake Division, let's get our scoreboard here. Uh, SBC Lake, of course, that one, Clyde 14-6, to the win over Bellevue. Our game we had last night, Tiffin over Norwalk, Columbian winning 44-7. to And Perkins pulling off a win at Sandusky in the rivalry game there, 21-17. The final, Perkins getting the victory. Uh, SBC Bay Division, Huron, uh, we'll talk more about this game with Mark Lane coming up. Uh, Huron at Edison, uh, last night, Huron winning 38 38- 26 uh, here on six and four four and one in the bay division port clinton uh w- we know how how good port clinton is and what a win against oak harbor 42 to 7 then willard getting a win last night their first win of the season 41 to 6 over vermilion let's talk about port clinton uh, they're going to be a dangerous team come uh, playoff time for whoever uh, you know, gets to tangle with them. Yeah, they're in that same region uh, as those other uh, SPC, SPC Lake schools. Uh, that's uh, we know how good uh, Portland is. You and I have seen them firsthand. Right now, they're the four seed uh, in the uh, in that sa- in that region. So certainly for them, uh, their opponent remains to be seen just yet. We'll probably I don't think Toledo Scott might be their opponent, uh, but we'll see how that plays out. Uh, for them and and again that's uh, you talk about the SBC Lake Division that Bay Division you know with with Port Clinton and Elk Harbor's a solid team that was an impressive win over uh, the Rockets and, and we know Edison and Huron both uh, competitive teams making the playoffs uh, just but an impressive season for the uh, Port, Clinton, Port Clinton Redskins yeah for sure uh, SBC River Division Margareta with the win last night over Fremont St Joe 48-14 then advancing on here to the Firelands Conference we had Plymouth with the win over South Central. 32-28, the final there. Crestview a win over Mapleton, 27 nothing. Crestview, perfect 10-0, 6-0 in the Firelands, clinching a Firelands Conference outright title. Then, of course, tonight, St. Paul Monroeville. But uh, how about Crestview season? Uh, you know, we got to see them uh, firsthand last week, and uh, they're the real deal for sure. Yeah, Crestview, you know, kind of like Mapleton, one of those teams that are just outside our area, but, you know, we get to see them when they play our, our, our schools in the Firelands Conference, and you know, you know, watching them and seeing what they did to St. Paul, just dominating the line of scrimmage, dominating up front. Offensively, we know they got a great running attack. That's kind of who they are, but they have a balanced passing attack right behind that. And, you know, and, and Crestview, you know, plays in, in the same region as Western Reserve. The top four or five schools in that region, really tough. 
Crestview's in that conversation, but it's going to be difficult for the Cougars uh, to kind of get out of that region. I think Archibald's going to be the one seed in that one, and that's that's a really good football team. Yeah, that that is uh, for sure. They are for sure. So uh, we'll, we'll uh, follow them, see what happens uh, throughout the playoffs with them. Of course, uh, we'll talk to Plymouth head coach Mark Genders uh, coming up here. Let's go ahead and take a break and get to him here. So we'll be back with Mark Genders of the Plymouth Big Red. Again, they defeated South Central last night, 32-28. to And we'll talk to Coach Genders right after the break. Also coming up on the show today, we'll preview Monroeville-St. Paul, John Livingood and Tyler Nestor, the head coaches of St. Paul and Monroeville, respectively. We'll talk to them. Uh, Mark Lane as well with the Sports Roundtable. We'll also break down some of those playoff uh, matchups as they are right now. Of course, they could change a little bit, so... Uh, keep that in mind, but uh, we'll go over that here later on in the show. Also, we'll have our Domino's trivia question coming up, too. So stay tuned for that here on the Locker Room Show. Stick around here on 95.3 WLKR. Getting ready for high school football games? The Village Drive-Thru is the place to get all of your game day munchies and a large selection of ice-cold beverages. The Village Drive-Thru, located on the square in Milan, carries 26 flavors of Toff's ice cream, Dole Whip, shaved ice, hand-spun milkshakes, and snacks. Open late during football games, the Village Drive-Thru can handle all your lottery party needs and has pull tabs benefiting Edison Athletic Boosters. The Village Drive-Thru wishes all the area's high school teams a great season. Are you overpaying on your monthly car payment? Consider refinancing with Firelands Federal Credit Union. When you refinance an auto loan with Firelands Federal Credit Union, a team of financial professionals work to help you lower your interest rate, decrease your monthly payment, or pay off your auto loan faster. Plus, now through December 31st, when you schedule ahead online and refinance an auto loan, Firelands Federal Credit Union will make your first auto loan payment and you'll receive a $150 gas card. Schedule ahead today at firelandsfcu.org or call 800-276-5775. Kind, caring, innovative. These are just a few of the words that our patients use to describe their experience at Fisher Titus Medical Center. Every day, our staff strives to treat each of our patients as if they were one of our own, like Fisher Titus family. At Fisher Titus, we're proud to offer our community a wide range of services, from pediatrics to senior care, ensuring you get the right care right here in your own community. We are here for you. We are Fisher Titus Medical Center. To find a location near you, visit fishertitus.org. This is Matt from the Huron County Veteran Service Office in Norwalk. I wanted to take some time to let you know about what we do. We provide transportation, whether it be for doctor's visits or for other reasons. We make filing claims with the VA easier for veterans and their families. And the best part? Our services are free. We have service officers available to start investigating your claims and answer any questions you have along the way. Just give our office a call at 419-668-4150. Again, 419-668-4150. We would love to assist you. If your home is too hot in the summer or too cold in the winter, or maybe your heating and cooling bill is way too high, it's probably time for a new heating and cooling unit for your home. In Huron County, call the folks at Norwalk Heating and Air, and in Erie County, call Huron Heating and Air. Norwalk Heating and Air and Huron Heating and Air are your hometown Lennox dealerships. Lennox Heating and Air Conditioning Units deliver you the perfect temperature, efficiency, and energy savings for your home. Call Norwalk Heating and Air or Huron Heating and Air for a free estimate today. Everyone knows that Smiley Automotive makes car buying simple with a great selection of inventory, knowledgeable sales staff, and no gimmicks. Did you also know that Smiley Automotive has an award-winning service department? Smiley Automotive is truly a one-stop shop for all your automotive needs. Smiley Automotive can work on all makes and models. Call 419-663-CARS and ask for Justin Newberger or go to SmileyAutomotive.com to schedule your service appointment today. Smiley Automotive, making car buying simple. The Locker Room Show continues with your hosts, Josh Bowman and Kevin Rasnick. What is that? I painted my face. You painted your face? (laughs) Why? On 95.3 WLKR. You know, support the team. Oh, hey, you gotta let them know you're out there. This is the playoffs. Presented by Schaefer Danhoff Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. 
All right, back here on the Locker Room Show. It is 9.15, and we're going to continue to talk some high school football here. With us right now, Mark Genders, head coach of the Plymouth Big Red. A big matchup last night over there in Plymouth at Alumni Field as Plymouth took on South Central. Plymouth getting the win 32-28, and uh, Coach Genders will bring you in here. And uh, congratulations on the win last night, and uh, kind of take us through uh, the latter part of that game. Uh, You guys had to come back there and pick up the win. Yeah, it was a a lot a very fun night. Both teams played exceptionally hard. Um, down there toward the end of the game, we just uh, we made one more play than they did. We we kind of uh, decided to get back to what we do and just run the football. And, and uh, they couldn't get us off the field really. And um, we, you know, to their credit, they had a couple plays as well. Felt like we were just when one team took the lead, the other one got it back. But uh, we scored our last drive. But, you know, the big part was a couple minutes left. My defense stepped up at the end of the game and got a big interception and finishing. Uh, Coach, just kind of just recap your season as best you can here briefly. You finished the season 5-4. and four. We know you're going to make the postseason. We know pretty much every, te- every team in the Finals Conference is going to make the postseason this year. Uh, it's kind of a summary of how your season went, your ups, your downs, and things you really like about your team as you go into the postseason. Yeah, it's, it was this is a great group of kids to coach. Um, going into the season, I, I knew the Finals Conference was going to be good, but I didn't realize it was going to be as uh, balanced as it's ever been since I've been here in the last 15 years. And uh, every, like I said at the beginning of the season, I thought anybody could beat anybody on any night, and it really held true. Um, with my team, you know, we did have some ups and downs. You know, we had some really shining moments when we went to Southern week three, and a two and a half hour drive, which it looks like we may be going back there um, and beat a really good Southern team that um, hadn't lost till uh, last night since our game. And then in the conference games, you know, we played extremely hard in all of our games, and uh, we showed some moments where we could play four quarters of great football, and we also showed, uh, you know, a few times that we said to keep getting better. And uh, last night, all in all, I thought we played four quarters of extremely hard football to cap off the season. And more importantly, those seniors got their final win on their home field. Well, you mentioned the finals conference and the balance this year. and It'd be hard to say that there's too many small school conferences in Ohio like the finals conference. It's well coached top to bottom. And, and as you mentioned, just anybody can beat anybody on a given night. And, and to have a conference like that, especially a small school conference like that, uh, that really does help prepare teams uh, playing in the postseason. Yeah, it sure does. I mean, the non-conference games at the beginning of the year, the Firelands Conference went 16-5. and five, And a couple of those losses were really tight and under unique situations. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's a battle-tested conference. Like we, like we said, every week is a, is a grinder. And I like to think, I'm sure the other Firelands Conference think, other than the MAC Conference out, uh, out west, well, you know, we got the best small school conference in the state right now, so top to bottom. So uh, hopefully that's going to come to play in the playoffs. I know it's not going to hurt, but uh, hopefully everybody gets out, got out last night healthy and uh, ready to roll into the playoffs. Mark Genders of the Plymouth Big Red joining us right now in the locker room show. And uh, you mentioned, Coach, uh, maybe another trip to Salineville uh, Southern. Uh, uh, you guys picked up the win earlier on in the season there. Uh, talk about what, what that matchup would mean to you guys again. Well, I know one thing. I let, When we left there... They were extremely disciplined football team. You could tell they have a rich tradition. That was, a, I mean, that was a tight game, pretty much the whole game. Um, you know, you just saw them get better all year long, and honestly, they carried us with second level points the whole season. And uh, we know we got our hands full. It, to, to their defense, they only had a, a day and a half to prepare for the single wing offense, which is hard to do. So we know they're going to be in better places and better spots to defend us. And that's the same for them. So, you know, the team that makes the fewest mistakes, just like last week, uh, last time we played them, is going to come out of top. All right, Coach, I want to wish you uh, the best of luck in the postseason. Thanks for joining us here this morning. Uh, like you said, hopefully everybody's healthy there and ready to go, and uh, we'll be following you uh, throughout the playoffs as far as you go, okay? Uh, thanks a lot. You have a great, great night. All right, thank you so much. Mark Genders joining us from the Plymouth Big Red there. 
Uh, how about that? Uh, you mentioned that, Kevin, uh, Plymouth uh, and the Firelands Conference, everybody making the playoffs this year. I know it's expanded and everything, but still not a bad feat right there. Yeah, there's going to be you know three wins uh, teams making the postseason, and, and there's actually a, a, a school in Division, I think, 1, Region 4, uh, 0-10 making the playoffs. There's a 1-9 school, the Reigns making the playoffs at 1-9. So certainly it is what it is there, and you might see some blowouts. So you will see some blowouts uh, in the first round of the playoffs. But we talked about this last, last night in the broadcast, and you know, certainly Plymouth and South Central is a meaningful game on its own. It's a rivalry game, finals conference game. It's, it's a meaningful game. But now you're talking about playoff positioning or maybe even making the playoffs. And how many of those games in the state of Ohio that had more meaning behind it as far as getting into the playoffs or playoff positioning that games that, as far as that you know is concerned, wouldn't have mattered just a year ago? Yeah, that's true. And that that uh, for the sake of that argument, uh, that that rings true right there. So there you go. Uh, again, uh, Plymouth with the win last night, five and four, uh, two and four in the Firelands Conference with that victory onto the playoffs, probably against uh, Southern once again. Let's get to our Friday night highlights. Uh, our Highlight package from uh, last night as uh, we had, of course, three games on the radio. Let's start with the Willard. Uh, the Willard game on 92.9 WLKR Classic. It was Willard uh, getting the win over Vermillion last night, and final score was 41-6. to And here is one of Willard's touchdowns, I believe one of the first ones for them. Uh, Cole Weiss with a touchdown run early. Chris Morgan, Brock Manlet on the call here. Same formation, Cole Weiss on the Wildcat, takes the direct snap, over the pylon, and in! Cole Weiss gets into the end zone for the Crimson Flashes touchdown! A nice job by Willard to get a break on the bad snap from Vermillion and able to punch it in and take an early lead here. There you go, Chris Morgan and Brock Manlet on the call there. Let's move on to uh, our game last night, uh, Norwalk and Tiffin Columbian. Here's Norwalk's touchdown run. Uh, their only score of the night uh, from quarterback Payne Flores. First and 10 from the 13. Flores at quarterback. Takes the snap, and he kind of stumbles, but it's going to go to the near side. Five-yard line. Touchdown, Flores. 13 yards Flores on the keeper. Slipped, able to get back up and take off for a nice play. Back-to-back big runs for Flores. Puts the truckers on the board here tonight. Big-time drive, big-time score there. By the Truckers junior quarterback. There you go. Myself, Kevin Rasnick on the call there. Now let's go to our K96 game last night. Of course, it was Huron and Edison. Here's Huron's Luke Stoik with the touchdown catch here. Mark Lane, Randy Horde on the call on K96. In the shotgun, Dylan Holler. He's back to pass, looking, throwing over the middle, and it's a touchdown, Tigers! Well executed rub pattern that time. We can't call them picks anymore because picks are illegal. But uh, they did run a rub pattern, had two guys out here split wide to the right, and they, uh, the inside guy ran a flag, the outside guy ran a post, and the postman came open. Luke Stoik with the touchdown at the 10-26 mark. All right, there you go, Mark Lane, Randy Horde there from K96. We'll talk to Mark Lane here in uh, a couple minutes. We'll take a break. When we come back, Mark Lane and the Sports Roundtable. Still to come, Tyler Nestor, John Livengood from Monroeville and St. Paul as we preview that matchup coming up tonight on 92.9 WLKR Classic tonight. Yeah, we'll be on that one. Buckeyes will be on 95.3, uh, so they'll be carrying Ohio State, and we'll be carrying the uh, rivalry game tonight on 92.9. Sounds good. We'll take a break. Sports Roundtable is next here on The Locker Room Show. Stick around. Are you aware of any weekly tax law changes? Are you taking all the deductions you are entitled to? Are you confident that you don't owe any penalties or interest because of previous reporting errors? Stein Olson and Stang CPAs have been serving the area for over 55 years, specializing in small business and individual tax filing, financial statement preparation, payroll preparation, and individual tax planning. Call Chris Stang or Todd Olson at Stein Olson and Stang to discover the difference. Never underestimate the value of a CPA. 
Westside Sunoco, located on West Main Street in Norwalk, is proud to provide you with quality Sunoco fuel and proud to serve your community. Whether you need to fill your tank up or fill your belly with a cup of coffee, energy drink, or snack to get you through the day, it's safe to say Westside Sunoco has you covered. Westside Sunoco is a proud supporter of all local athletes. Congratulations to the parents, coaches, and of course the student athletes for your success. Everyone from Westside Sunoco will be cheering you on. We're midway through bath time, and two medium, two-topping Domino's pizzas for $5.99 each have begun their drive to the Smith's front door. That's a GPS-enabled custom delivery alert, folks. The newest improvement to the Domino's tracker saying Domino's will be there in two minutes. They're calling an audible. Bath time's now rinse time. They've got one kid dry, two kids dry. The pizzas are here. They made it to the door. The kids are cleaning off. The new Domino's tracker with GPS worked again. Two at a minimum. Pan pizza will be extra. Ask for this limited time offer. Prices, participation, delivery area, and charges may vary. We take pride in what you stand on. That's why your best choice is Baldust Carpet Cleaning and Floor Covering. We do things the old-fashioned way with helpful people who know their floors. The best in carpet and luxury vinyl planking for home or business. And we'll clean your tile, grout, upholstery. We even do duct cleaning. And we always stand behind our work. Visit Baldust.com and find us on Facebook or East Main Street in downtown Norwalk. Baldust Carpet Cleaning and Floor Covering. We take pride in what you stand on. Teamwork, discipline, and responsibility all go a long way in preparing today's student-athlete for the years after high school graduation. The Law Office of Harwood Niedermeyer encourages you to support high school athletics and the lessons it can teach. Also, please support the academic and music boosters. This message is a service of the Law Offices of Harwood Niedermeyer, 111 Myrtle Avenue, downtown Willard. Call 419-935-0171. October is Buyback Month at Schaefer Danhoff Chrysler Dodge Jeep and Ram in Willard. They'll buy back your car, truck, van, or SUV, pay off your loan or lease, and help you get into another vehicle. New or used, whatever you need. They can also order new 22 models built especially for you. Get out of the old and into something new to you at Schaefer Danhoff, U.S. Route 224, Willard. The easiest place to buy a vehicle start to finish. See all their inventory at SchaeferDanhoff.com. He's a man. Welcome back to the Locker Room Show on 95.3 WLKR. Such a man. It's time for the man, the myth, the legend, Mark Lane, with the Sports Roundtable. Mark joins Josh and Kevin to talk all things sports, including high school athletics, the Tribe, the Blue Jackets, the Browns, and Buckeyes, as well as what he is growing for dinner. The Sports Roundtable and the Locker Room Show begins now. All right, welcome back here, folks, to the Locker Room Show. It is 928 on this October the 23rd. 48 degrees outside, a little chilly out there this morning. And with us right now, Mark Lane, Sports Roundtable. Good morning, Mark. Uh, how, how does this morning find you? Hey, you know, it, it's another Saturday morning. It's crisp and cool October. And we're uh, one night away from uh, getting ready for the playoffs. <laughs> yeah, certainly some meaningful games last night. You had one uh, calling uh, Huron and Edison. How'd that one uh, look to you? Well, you know, Randy and I talked in the pregame about the fact, you know, both teams five and four overall, three and one in the SBC Bay Division. You know, very close match, and the game started out uh, pretty much the same. You know, both teams, you know, punted a couple of times, and then uh, Edison got on the board first with a uh, with a touchdown. Uh, uh, with uh, Clint Finnan, the 36-yard touchdown run, they took a seven-to-nothing lead, and then uh, right at the end of the first quarter, the Huron Tigers respond, and uh, they end up with a, a Norwell touchdown of 37 yards, and uh, we're tied up seven-seven again. This is the first first quarter, and then then in the second quarter. Uh, it was the uh, late in the right before half. Uh, uh, ben uh, Holer, uh, or he, 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 
Dylan Oler ended up uh, hooking up with Bo Harkelroad on a 45-yard touchdown pass, and all of a sudden, the Herons got a 14-7 lead at halftime. And uh, everything changed in the second half. You know, three three touchdowns in the first half. In the second half, we ended up with six touchdowns in the field goal. And uh, really, uh, you, you played that clip of uh, Luke Stoich, uh, that four-yard touchdown pass, uh, and uh, that was in the third quarter. That expanded the lead for Huron to 21-7. to and, and after that, the Chargers tried to catch up. They responded, uh, you know, with with a touchdown by Cole Wilnow of uh, 35 yards to make it 21-14. to But then Harkle Road caught another 44-yard touchdown. It was 28-14 to at the end of the third quarter. And then uh, they added a 27-yard field goal by Aiden Fortune. And then another touchdown uh, by uh, uh, Delaney, Andrew Delaney, of 44 yards. And uh, they were up 38-14 to and uh, after that, the Chargers got a couple of touchdowns late, but that pretty much uh, put the game out of reach, and uh, so the Heron Tigers uh, pull away the, the big victory. Well, we uh, certainly have uh, more football here tonight. Uh, you and I will be broadcasting uh, Monroeville and St. Paul, and you've broadcasted a lot of those games over the years and, and seen some some special moments, some some big games, some upsets, and and some some blowouts, and, and all sorts of things, everything in between, and just kind of uh, your thoughts uh, on that St. Paul Monroeville rivalry. Well, Kevin, as you well know, when when we we go in. On a, on a Saturday night, the uh, contractor's field for, for St. Paul Monroeville, or if you're over at Marshfield on a Friday night, when these two teams play each other, you can throw out the records. I mean, you know, because they, these, these two communities are so close and, and, you know, and it's in all sports. I mean, you know, we've got the big Monroeville game. Tonight, and then you've got another big Monroeville St. Paul game in volleyball right, coming right. up next week. So you know the the, the 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 trilogy, so to speak. So yeah, yeah when you, when you go there tonight, everybody's going to be playing hard, and uh, you you know that uh, everything's going to be left out on the field. Mark Lane with us, Sports Roundtable. Of course, that game tonight on ninety two nine WLKR Classic coverage at six thirty, kickoff at seven o'clock. From Contractor Stadium in Norwalk, and uh, Mark, uh, that game, of course, on 92-9 because of the Ohio State game tonight at Indiana, and Indiana having a kind of a rough start to their season. Buckeyes, I would think, uh, take care of business tonight. Yeah, I would, I would think so. I, I, you know, they they seem to have uh, gotten the ship righted, uh, so to speak. Uh, they're getting getting better defensively, and I mean. In, the offense is just unbelievable for, for, for the Buckeyes between the running game and, and they've got some of the best wide receivers. Heck, you know, one of, one of, one of their wide receivers, you know, went through the portal and, and went, uh, what, Alabama. So you, you just, <laughs> uh, I, I think they'll, they'll take care of us. Indiana's had some issues at, at quarterback. You know, they've got some great quarterbacks, but a lot of turnovers. Uh, going back to high school football real quick. Again, the expanded playoffs. We talked about that uh, a lot this season and here on this show. And, and, and just talk about, uh, you know, again, here on, and that is meaningful because it's, it's a rivalry game. It's a big time game and a conference game. But again, you're talking about playoff implications and whether getting in or just getting the right position or where you want to be position wise. It does make, uh, like, as we talked about before, uh, extra meaningful games at this point in the year that maybe as far as from a playoff perspective, uh, really wouldn't matter, uh, week 10. Yeah. Well, you know, but you get into the playoffs and, and then it's like a new season. So, you know, the, the, the teams, teams that get in there, uh, irregardless, when you're in the playoffs, you like to have a home game, uh, but, you know, if, if you travel, you're you're still happy to do that, and I, I'll tell you what, you know, we get these area teams, both in the Violence Conference and the SDC, these conferences are pretty solid this year, and you've got to think that, uh, you know, they've got, a, they've got an advantage going into the playoffs, because they've already played a playoff-type schedule, uh, you know, especially, uh, you know, in the SBC Bay and uh, Lake Divisions. 
All right, Mark, that'll wrap things up. Thanks for giving us a few minutes. Of course, you'll be on the call tonight with Kevin on 92.9 for St. Paul Monroeville. So uh, we'll uh, catch you later on tonight. Okay, Mark? Hey, that sounds like fun, guys. And another football Saturday night. You got it. Mark Lane there joining us via the, uh, of course, Domino's Hotline with the Sports Roundtable. We'll go ahead and take a break here. And when we come back, Tyler Nestor, head coach of Monroeville. We'll talk Monroeville St. Paul with the Eagles head coach right after this here on 95.3 WLKR in the Locker Room Show. By now, most of you are familiar with Noble Sports and Trophies in Norwalk. Dwight and the crew have been around since 1986. But do you know everything that they do? They do silkscreen printing, embroidery, heat press, vinyl cutting, custom designs, team wear, awards, scratch engraving, laser engraving, glass engraving, and add specialty items. Add all that to their 30 years of experience, and why would you go anywhere else but Noble Sports and Trophies? On 8.5 East Seminary Street in Norwalk. How do you define strength? Is it physical? Or is it mental? Maybe it's both. Maybe it's whatever empowers a person to dig deeper, fight harder, and overcome obstacles that once seemed insurmountable. Discover how much stronger and more confident your children can be. Encourage them to participate in a sport when they go to high school. This message presented by the Ohio High School Athletic Association and the Ohio Interscholastic Athletic Administrators Association. The Bellevue Hospital extends best wishes, good health, and success to all area student-athletes. The athlete's choice to be active, play hard, keep fit, and work to be on top of their games sets a great example for all of us to make healthy choices. And the Bellevue Hospital is the right choice for all of your health care needs. Visit them online at BellevueHospital.com or follow them on Facebook. The Bellevue Hospital, quality care close to home for over 100 years. The Locker Room Show with your hosts, Josh Bowman and Kevin Rasnick. I gotta tell you, you're lucky you're not cursed with this charisma. Every Saturday morning at 9 on 95.3, the sports voice of the Firelands. Welcome back here to the Locker Room Show, 937. Josh Bowman alongside Kevin Rasnick as always here. And uh, with us right now, the head football coach at Monroeville, Tyler Nestor. Thanks for joining us, Coach. Uh, we appreciate your time here. Yeah, good morning. Thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. Well, let's talk about this matchup here with, of course, St. Paul and uh, the rivalry. Of course, you know all about that. And uh, j- just talk about what, what the rivalry between uh, you guys and St. Paul means to you. Kind of cut out there. Can you say that again? Yes, sure. Uh, talking about uh, the rivalry with St. Paul and Monroeville, uh, what does that rivalry mean, mean to you and your team? Well, obviously, the communities are a couple miles apart. Um, a lot of kids, family members going there, coming here, and back and forth. Uh, so it's kind of a backyard family reunion uh, battle it is. Yeah, and for you guys, uh, you're coming in with, uh, three straight losses coming into this game. We know you're probably going to make the postseason. That really is an issue. You're maybe playing for positioning right now. And just how important, uh, is it, uh, obviously taking the rivalry out of the equation, we know how important a win against St. Paul is for you guys and what it would mean for the community. But just getting a win in general as you look into play into week 11. Yeah, I mean, a win in general, taking the rivalry out of it. Uh, it would be awesome going into the playoffs, get a little bit of momentum. Uh, last couple of weeks have been tough on us. Uh, Western Reserve are in Mapleton, uh, both tough teams. We're close on both of those. So we're still progressing. Kids are confident, uh, ready to go. It looks like you said playoff-wise we're, we're in, uh, but definitely could improve our position. Coach, how was practice for you this week, uh, preparing for St. Paul, and uh, you know, uh, what did you work on this week? Uh, just a little bit different since we played Friday last week. Um, so Saturday kind of gave the kids off a little bit, a little conditioning, uh, lifting, but uh, kind of a nice transition into the playoffs business. Uh, we did a little bit differently, played practice on uh, the game field on Thursday and Friday. Uh, just a change of scenery, different things going on, but uh, great week of practice for us. St. Paul had a, a, a tough loss last week uh, to Crestview, 28-7. to I'm sure you watched that game on film, and without giving away any of the secrets, were there some things that on that film that you saw that maybe you could take advantage of or learn about this St. Paul team? 
Um, if, if it's anything, it's probably that there's a little chink in their armor, but uh, Crusty's a heck of a team. Have, Coach Haverdale down there does a really good job. Um, we did coaching staff did watch him in person there, uh, land on film, but uh, yeah. Coach Tyler Nestor here with us from Monroeville tonight. It's Monroeville. It's Monroeville at St. Paul in high school football on 92.9 WLKR Classic. And, uh, Coach, uh, uh, what are your keys? Uh, what do you guys need to do well, uh, execute well here tonight in order to, you know, give yourself a chance to win this one? Uh, stay ahead of the six. Keep control of the ball. Um, just keep the momentum, stay even keel um, throughout the game and celebrate together and continue to push forward. All right, Coach, uh, thanks so much uh, for joining us, giving us a few minutes here this morning, and uh, best of luck tonight against St. Paul, okay? All right, I appreciate it. Thank you. Coach Tyler Nestor there joining us from Monroeville. Uh, should be a fun one tonight. I know, Kevin, you'll be on the play-by-play tonight. Uh, I guess I'll ask you like I'm asking the coach. Uh, what are you looking for in tonight's matchup? Well, I mean, you, you can't throw the records out the window. That's certainly, that, that does hold true. We've seen a couple of years ago when Robo upsetting St. Paul uh, over there at, uh, at Whitney Field at the time. Uh, it's going to be physical. Um, a lot of times in a St. Paul Monroe game, really in any football game, but just a couple mistakes are really going to hurt you. And, and, and it's, it's cliche, but it's true. I really think it comes down to uh, the turnover battle and, and, you know, giving the opponent more opportunities to score. I think that's going to be the big difference here. Of course, the battle up front, we know St. Paul is solid up front. Fundamentally sound in the trenches. They win almost week in and week out. Uh, for Monroeville, I think for them, they're going to have to really run block and, and pick their spots when they want to pass the football. But I think you're going to put a lot on Isaac Rader and, and what he's going to do in that running game as a quarterback. And if he can bust out, make a couple big plays, and, and for Monroeville, time of possession, if they can win that, uh, they have a chance to win this game. For St. Paul, you just kind of do what you do, right? I mean, we know that they lost to a good Crestview team last week, but again, you're good up front, you know, making some mistakes against St. Paul. You, you don't want to have penalties. You don't want to turn the ball over. I think you just got to play within yourself and don't overthink it in the rivalry game. All right, folks, again, 6.30 for pregame coverage and 7 o'clock kickoff tonight on 92.9 WLKR Classic. And uh, you can also listen to that online at WLKRClassic.com. We'll take another break, and here we go. Blasting us out of there. I don't know. That volume a little high. <laughs> Anyhow, we'll take a break. When we come back, John Livengood from St. Paul, he'll further preview the matchup between the Flyers and Eagles tonight. Here on, uh, not here on 95.3. That's on 92.9. Tonight we'll have Ohio State football. If that's your, that tickles your fancy tonight, uh, beginning at 6 o'clock with the Buckeye pregame show, 7.30 kickoff in Bloomington, Indiana, the Buckeyes and Hoosiers. We'll take a break. John Livengood. Up next, also your Domino's Trivia coming up as well here on The Locker Room Show. Six-month leases, zero due at signing, 10K miles a year, plus tax, title, registration, and doc fee. No security deposit, ends 10-31-21. Ram Power Days is going on now at Ken Ganley Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. Norwalk and Sandusky's highest volume local dealer and surrounding counties. Keep your cash in your pocket and just sign and drive any new Ram with absolutely zero due at signing. Just listen to these examples of our incredible deals. Sign and drive a new 2021 Ram Crew Cab 3 49 a month, zero to its signing. Sign and drive a new 2021 Ram Quad Cab. $2.99 a month, zero to its signing. You heard right, just $2.99 a month for a Ram Quad Cab with absolutely zero to its signing. And if you're looking for the new Jeep Grand Cherokee L or Wagoneer, we've got them at Ken Ganley, your number one hometown country dealer. Take Turnpike Exit 118, 250 South to 226 Milan Avenue, Norwalk. Ken Ganley, Chrysler, Dodge Jeep Ram.com. Osmond on the left wing. Jetty into the corner, hands it off to Love. Love turns, shoots a three. He hit nothing but net. Rebound Colin Sexton. He's going to push it. Sexton, alley-oop, Okoro, big shot, good. Our next Cavaliers broadcast on 95.3 WLKR comes your way Monday night as the Cavs visit Denver. Pre-game coverage begins at 8.30, tip-off at 9 o'clock. Monroeville's home of the Cavs, 95.3 WLKR. All across the nation, we are here for our communities. We're doing our part to get supplies where it's needed 
in order to fight COVID-19 together. It feels good to be out there to assist our community. I would like our friends and family to know that your National Guardsmen are always ready and always there. Visit NationalGuard.com to find out more. Sponsored by the Ohio Army National Guard. Aired by the Ohio Association of Broadcasters and this station. Lofts that one, middle of the field to the end zone. Oh! Grab Ruckert for the touchdown! Jeremy Ruckert with a one-hand snatch in the middle of the end zone! This is the voice of the Buckeyes, Paul Keels. It's back on the road Saturday as Ohio State travels to Bloomington to face the Indiana Hoosiers. We'll be on the air with the AEP Energy Buckeye pregame show beginning at 6 p.m. here on the Ohio State Sports Network from Learfield. And he takes it to the house for an Ohio State touchdown. You're on County's home for Ohio State football. is 95.3 WLKR. Hi, this is Tom Hamilton. The pitch swung on, hit high, hit deep to left center. This ball, goal! This is Jim Rosenhouse. Here's the pitch to Ramirez, and he swings and crushes one deep down the right field line. It is a fair ball home run. Now back to the Locker Room Show with your hosts, Josh Bowman and Kevin Rasnick on 95.3 WLKR. All right, folks, welcome back to the program. It's 946, and with us right now, the head football coach at St. Paul, John Livengood. Thanks for joining us, Coach. Uh, how, how are you doing on this Saturday morning? Doing good. We just got done with our uh, morning walkthrough and getting things ready for the game tonight. Of course, Coach, coming off uh, that, that rough loss uh, to Crestview uh, last week, uh, uh, looking back at that game, uh, what 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 kind of stood out in that one? Uh, what were uh, s- some of the things that uh, you can maybe use to build on here this week? Well, you know, we did some things good off and on throughout the game. Uh, there were some positives, but there was also some negatives. And, you know, bottom line is Crestview is a very good football team. And, uh, you know, we didn't win the line of scrimmage. They did. And, uh that's, you know, a point of emphasis for us this week is working hard on that. But, uh, you know, you look at the things you do well, you build on it, you look at the things you need to improve on, and you keep working on it, and, and you move on. Well, obviously, big rivalry game, that's, you know, goes without saying. Is this a, a week, a memorable week? Is this a, a business-as-usual week for you guys? Or, or do you guys uh, maybe do some things a little bit different, or is energy a little bit different? Or, or just how is your practice memorable week compared to the rest of your seasons? Well, they're, they're pretty much the same. Our, our approach is always the same no matter who we're playing. Uh, we've got a routine that we follow and, um, you know, we, we game plan the same way for every team and, and we prepare the same way for every team and, and, you know, try to put ourselves in position to play the best way we can. You talk about preparing for Monroeville and, and, and watching them on film. I'm sure you probably maybe watched them in person uh, at least maybe once or twice this year and, and just kind of talk about Monroeville, some of the challenges that, that they, that they present. Well, I think offensively, Isaac Raiders, uh, you know, he's a standout athlete. You know, he's a chance, he has a chance to break it any time he carries the ball. You know, he's got an accurate arm. I thought he looked really accurate last week against, uh, Mapleton. I've got a chance to see them live. And, uh, you know, he threw the ball well, but, you know, he, he's a dangerous runner. He, he's a big physical kid that can break tackles. He's got good lateral quickness. He's got good open field speed. And, uh, you know, he does a nice job reading blocks. And, you know, their offense runs through them, but they've got good backs. They've got a nice freshman back that's really quick and Landon Raider, a good defensive player as well. And their offensive line has really improved throughout the season. I think their center, uh, Duncan Stewart, is probably the best center in the conference. He's, he's a physical kid. He does a great job every play. When you have a, a really good runner at quarterback like Isaac Raider, kind of who does that responsibly fall on as far as uh, defensively, scheme wise? You know, who are some of the, the players and positions that really have to watch out for him when he takes off? Well, it really is our linebacking core as a whole. Um, but you know, on each formation and each play, everybody's got different responsibilities and different keys. So, you know, but a lot of that falls onto our linebackers. You know, the defensive line is more in. Involved with reading their blocks and controlling the line of scrimmage, and, and uh, linebacking core is more on the keys in the backfield. Coach John Livengood here with us, St. Paul Monroeville tonight, and uh, Coach, uh, talk about uh, the rivalry a little bit. Uh, you know, you, you've been uh, involved in this rivalry, uh, you know, for you know uh, 25 plus years, 30 plus years. So, uh, what does the rivalry between uh, the the Eagles and the Flyers mean to you? Well, you know, it's, 
very similar to a high school version of Ohio State, Michigan. You know, both communities are close. A lot of the kids are neighbors and friends and cousins, and, and uh, you know, there's a lot of emotion tied up in this rivalry, and I've always said you can throw the records out because it really doesn't matter. It's a rivalry game, um, and I, I know there's a lot of emotion on both sides. And, uh, you know, that's the way it's been all 30 years. I think a lot of it has to do with the success of the two programs. You know, when both, both programs are successful, that, that leads into the rivalry, and, and uh, it's a meaningful game when you play Week 10, you play your rival. And I think we'd be uh, doing a disservice. We didn't mention, certainly on the football field, we know the rivalry uh, is what it is, extremely strong, uh, as you mentioned, Ohio State-Michigan-esque. But on the volleyball court as well, especially here recently over the last maybe decade, maybe a little bit longer, that the intensity and the and the, the, the passion of the rivalry between the volleyball programs at St. Paul and Monroeville really equals that of the football rivalry. Yeah, no question about it. And again, I think a lot of it. You know, the closeness of the communities, but also the success of the programs. You know, it's, uh, they're always meaningful games. They're always conference championship games in volleyball. And, you know, next week it's a, it's a district game, you know, and, and there's three tough teams in that volleyball district every year. And it's, uh, St. Paul, Monroe, and Buckeye Central. And it's a shame that only one team right. gets out of that district, but, you know, it's, uh, they're, all three teams are always in the top ten in the state in, in regards to the volleyball program. Uh, going back to football here, John, uh, looking at this matchup with Monroeville, uh, what are some of the keys? Uh, what are the things uh, you guys need to do well here to get a win? Well, I think the biggest thing is uh, controlling the line of scrimmage. That's something that we weren't able to do last week. We, we, we were able to do it hit and miss in different plays, but we were not able to do it consistently. And you know, So playing consistently, playing discipline is going to be a key for us tonight. And you know, big things containing Raiders. You know, his, uh, his, the, the quarterback run plays are uh, a big part of their offense. And we've got to keep him corralled and uh, keep him from breaking off big runs. All right, Coach, thanks for giving us a few minutes here. Appreciate it, and best of luck tonight. Thanks a lot, guys. We'll see you tonight. All right, John Livengood there, St. Paul head coach, joining us. And, uh, you know, Kevin, uh, you definitely on uh, one side of the rivalry here. and. Uh, just what what does the rivalry mean to you between uh, the Eagles and Flyers? Yeah, it means a whole lot. I mean, for the same reasons they talked about, you know, I've had you know friends and family, you know, go to St. Paul, right? And you know that rivalry, that fun rivalry between, you know, friends and family has been great. You know, for Monroeville, there's been a lot of painful losses uh, in the playoffs, regular season losses. We had some great moments in that as well. Uh, but you know, I, I, now that in broadcasting and Looking at it from an objective point of view and putting a, a, a broadcaster's hat on, not my Monroeville grad hat on, it, you know, just objectively looking at it, it's just so exciting. And it, it means a whole lot for the area. Certainly, you know, you, every year, almost every year, especially, you know, you back the 90s, early 2000s, you'd have people from all over uh, the Frylands area to come watch that St. Paul Monroeville football game, whether it's on a Friday night or, or Saturday night. And it just, I think people understand and people do equate it to, to uh, uh, Michigan and, and Ohio State. And, again, being close to, to both programs now, broadcasting for 10 years, and, and, and obviously being from Monroeville, it's just great people both sides, right? They're both passionate. They both want to win. And, you know, sometimes emotions can run high, but I think everybody kind of has that perspective. Well, you know, it's about, you know, the kids. It's about the communities. And, and speaking of which and what this rivalry means, you talk about a, a tailgate party for Delaney Giles who – Tragically passed away after injuries to a car accident, you know, the Monroeville uh, student. And their communities are coming together and having a tailgate uh, for her and for her family. It's a raise money. Uh, it's 3 o'clock at Contractors Park before the football game. Uh, $10 donation to, to get in, $10 per car. And that's what it's really all about, right? Two communities coming together for one cause and for a tragic event. But again, we talked about this before when she passed away that you do see communities rally together and you see support between the schools and the communities. And that's really that's really what it boils down to. Says so much uh, that, uh, you know, uh, St. Paul here reaching out in this uh, time of tragedy for um, Monroeville. And uh, it lets you know that both teams, you know, as fierce rivals as they are, they have each other's back. They do. And I've seen it personally. You know, you know again, very close to it, obviously, being from Monroeville, but also, again, that bird's-eye view as being a broadcaster and, and spending time living in Monroeville, now living in Norwalk. It really does. It, it's it's a feel-good rivalry. Yeah, it's going to be some uh, some physicality and some emotions here tonight, but at the end of the day, you'll come away feeling better after experiencing a St. Paul-Monroeville football game. 
Could get a little chippy, maybe, maybe. Yeah, at times, <laughs> right? And I, I think I have noticed at times. Sometimes uh, people in the stands uh, get a little more angry and get a little more uh, into it than than the kids themselves. <laughs> you know, there's a lot of pride when it comes to the communities, pride with fans, pride with parents. And generally, if there's problems, it's not usually with the kids. Uh, a handful of times, you, you've seen some adults maybe get out of hand, but that's few and far between. That's that's a rarity. That's not the norm. That's not the uh, you know what you come to expect. But uh, emotions run high all over the place in this rivalry. <laughs> For sure, and again, it's on 92.9 WLKR Classic tonight due to the Buckeyes being here on 95.3. We'll have the pregame in the huddle coaches show at 6.30. If you missed those interviews with John Livengood and Tyler Nestor, we'll have those playing back tonight with kickoff at 7 o'clock. Kevin and Mark Lane on the call tonight. And let's just look at a couple playoff scenarios before we get on out of here. We have a few minutes here before our Domino's trivia question. Uh, let's go to that uh, Division 7 uh, where Monroeville and St. Paul are sitting in there, Division 7, Region 25. At the moment, uh, according to Joe Idle, of course, these are not official. just want to let you know that these are not official, but uh, these are close to official, as you can get. Uh, St. Paul second right now in that region behind Lucas. Uh, going down to, to a couple other teams in our area, Plymouth sitting in 10th in that one. Monroeville sitting in 14th, uh, South Central in 15th, and uh, Mapleton in 16th. Uh, what are your thoughts on that bracket? Well, I mean, look at Lucas, the one-seeded team that we know small school football-wise has, has been really good uh, the last several years, many years now. They had a big win against a powerful D6 Mogador last night. That's a solid uh, one-seed, that's for sure. And uh, St. Paul pretty much locked into that two-seed no matter what happens. Uh, again, and then you talk about Friars Conference. That's what, five Friars Conference schools in, in that uh, in that uh, region getting into the postseason? Let's see here. Mapleton, South Central, Monroeville, St. Paul, and Plymouth, yes. That's pretty cool, honestly. I mean, again, you can make the arguments, does a 3-7 and seven team belong into the postseason? You know, some states allow every team in the postseason, so it's all about, you know, perspective on that. So still cool to have five of our five conference teams out of the FC making the postseason in that one region. And uh, mentioning uh, the Firelands Conference going over to uh, Division 6, uh, Region 22, according to Joe Idle. Uh, Ashland Crestview sitting in second in that bracket, and of course Western Reserve sitting in ninth. So uh, right now, as it would play out, uh, Western would be at Gibsonburg, and that'd be a heck of a matchup on paper right now. Not not to get too far ahead of ourselves, but uh, I look forward to uh, maybe that matchup happening. Yeah, both teams have a common opponent in Monroeville, uh, so that you know could help uh, both schools as far as you know on film and and and, and scouting each other. Uh, that would be an interesting matchup. I, I would enjoy that one. And let's move on to one more region here, Division 4, Region 14. I call it the SBC region here. Uh, Bellevue currently sitting at 1, uh, Clyde at 2, Port Clinton at uh, 4, uh, Perkins at 8, and Huron 12, Edison 16th. Right now it's playing out that uh, having home games, of course, would be Bellevue, uh, Clyde, Port Clinton, and Perkins, and then uh, Huron and Edison having to go on the road. Edison Bellevue, that would be a rematch from the regular season. And that was close. That was like, what, 14 to 7 or a real, score, real a close, close game close, yeah. uh, earlier this year. So certainly Edison's got to feel you know, confident going into that one. That one looks like it's pretty well locked up. Uh, the one team that has still a lot uh, to happen for them to, to maintain their spot. Right now we have, uh, what, Perkins at the eighth seed. There's a, a couple games going tonight that could really affect where they're seeding at. Uh, they may fall down to ninth, depending how some of those games play out. Uh, but again, you talk about the SBC, Lake and Bay Division, several teams from from those conferences uh, in that same region as well, all making the postseason. All right, there you go. Look at the brackets there. According to Joe Idle, you can check those online at joeidle.com, J-O-E-E-I-T-E-L.com. All right, let's get to our Domino's trivia question before we get out of here. Well, of course, it's going to be a Monroeville and St. Paul-related trivia question. This one kind of hurts my heart just a little bit. You know, as a Monroeville grad, this one hurts. Uh, but we'll ask, in, in 1999, of course, an A. McDonald 40-yard field goal uh, was a difference maker at the buzzer as the clock expired, winning 17-14 St. Paul over Monroeville in that one, that 1999 classic. You know, so certainly, uh, I think 4,400 people, almost 4,500 people were in attendance to watch that one back in 99. But where did those people watch that game at? Where was that game played? So in 1999, the playoff game between St. Paul and Monroeville was played at Monroeville, Norwalk, Lorraine, or Bellevue. So where was that game played at in 1999? Was it Monroeville? Was it Norwalk? Was it Lorraine or Bellevue? All right, folks, win yourself a free pizza. 
Uh, your phone numbers are Norwalk 419-663-4953, Sandusky 419-609-4953, toll-free 866-663-4953. Where did they play that game at? Uh, I think I know, as I was uh, just out of high school when, when that happened in 99, so there you go. So, uh, folks, uh, that, that'll pretty much wrap up the program. There's a caller. We'll go ahead and bring him up and see what's going on here. Uh, you're live on the Locker Room Show. You know the answer? Bellevue. Yes, that is correct. Who is this? Ruth. Ruth, where are you from? Norwalk. All right. Uh, stay on the line for us. We'll talk to you here in just a second when we get off the sh- uh, air from the show, okay? All right. Well, we'll we'll talk to her in just a second. Ruth of Norwalk knew the answer was again. Of course, in Bellevue, that uh, that historic game happened. I remember it like it was yesterday. I was a freshman in high school when that happened, and uh, yeah, well, just a tremendous football game. Another tremendous chapter to that great rivalry. All right, let's thank all of our guests here: Ryan Carter of Clyde, Mark Genders of Plymouth, Mark Lane with the Sports Roundtable, Tyler Nestor of Monroeville, John Livengood of Saint Paul. I want to thank all of our sponsors, of course. Uh, don't uh, f- uh, thank you for listening as well. And uh, don't forget, tonight here on 95.3, we have Buckeye football, Ohio State at Indiana, 6 o'clock pregame, 7.30 kickoff. And over on 92.9 again, WLKR Classic and WLKRclassic.com. St. Paul hosting Monroeville, 6.30 pregame, 7 o'clock for kickoff. So there you go, folks. Uh, God bless you. Have a great rest of your weekend. Uh, Enjoy the football. And we'll catch you back here next week on 95.3 WLKR and The Locker Room Show. And that'll do it for this week's Locker Room Show. Today's show has been brought to you by Westside Sunoco, Smiley Automotive, Stein Olson and Stang CPAs, Norwalk Heating and Air, Noble Sports and Trophies, the Law Offices of Harward and Niedermeyer, the Huron County Veterans Service Office, Fisher Titus Medical Center, Firelands Federal Credit Union, the Village Drive-Thru in Milan. Bellevue Hospital, and Baldoff's Carpet Cleaning and Floor Covering on 95.3 WLKR, the sports voice of the Firelands. Well.